What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Brunch Money. Is this uh, season? Is this, is this a revival? Part two? What's, what's happening? 2022. 2022 version of Brunch Money. Let's We're see. back. We're, We're back. back. One less member, unfortunately. Unfortunately. Mar it's okay. Maraton is fine. <laughs> he just. He's uh, fine. He's still alive. He's still, still alive. healthy. He's still happy. He's just. Uh, has other yeah. uh, he's busy with other stuff he's doing his own yeah, thing and, commitments uh, and uh, he's too cool for us <laughs> <laughs> yeah but and uh, how are you doing manar i'm good bro how you doing bro it's been a while yeah it's I been mean, a while i mean I've if you guys don't remember I, i'm stanley you're stanley yes. i'm manar he's a doctor yes. I'm, i can right. call, officially call myself an engineer now oh uh, uh, yeah you're an engineer now I can't yeah, officially so, call myself an engineer. I graduated. So you just graduated, right? <laughs> yeah, in December. <laughs> how, how, how convenient about uh, the topic today. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, I mean, to, to just recap for people who are new to us right now, we are uh, a podcast to talk about, like, just personal finance stuff, what to do, what to avoid. That being said, we're not financial planners. We're not finance people. We're just two normal working people who try to educate people or like get get to learn as we go also and show you guys our learning path so yeah that's pretty much it yep that's it we're pretty passionate about finance investing real uh real estate we're getting into it <laughs> i'm not rich enough yet yeah exactly we're getting there and just like money related subjects and we're not professionals at all we're just two goofballs on the internet so do your own research and this is not financial <laughs> advice <laughs> right. but yeah today's topic is pretty interesting and as you said it was related to me graduating school because we're talking about you young boys young girls young people that just graduated and yeah. are either looking for a job or found a job and they're starting to earn the big bucks you know yeah. the big big money and I mean, what to do once you graduate yeah so i think this uh this topic kind of relates to uh a bit of all the topics that we've discussed so far i think at first we talked about like personal finance and then we talked about more about like career stuff yes. about different type of work that exists yep. and this kind of encompasses like both uh so we can talk about like life after graduation and then we'll focus a bit more about uh also the finances that you should plan uh, for the next five to ten years yep. uh, financially about what you do with your first paycheck and what to do with uh, your uh, your first year all that stuff i mean this is not a there's no blueprint to what to do there's no perfect pathway but uh, i mean i'm gonna explain what i did and uh manar he probably has a plan I... because he just graduated and he yes. just got he just started his job yes this week yes exactly so he's gonna I just get his... started my job yeah, on so you're going to get your first paycheck in, like, what, week or so? In, in actually two days. <laughs> oh, damn. Yeah, I get paid so, the yeah. last day of the month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, I mean, I'll, I'll start with me. Uh, I graduate yeah. about, I guess, uh, it would be already five years now. Yeah, damn. are you going to talk about uh, the money you received as a resident doctor or doctor doctor? I mean, both are doctors. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, because I, I, my real graduation is when I get my diploma, which okay. is uh, 
uh, I'm gonna talk about because when I'm a resident, I'm still I'm still being paid. Yes, like a reasonable salary yes, for sure. It's not like what you guys think as like a doctor salary, but yeah. it's still it's still like a a, a good salary. Like I mean, I think in the first year after I graduated as a resident, I made fifty five k. That's which that's is I mean, good. I mean I'm transparent about it because you can find it easily on the internet that yep. that number. And I think the year after it was something like fifty eight k, not mistaken. So, I mean, yeah, you're not making the big bucks, but it's still significant money that you can live on, right? I think it's above average in, in Quebec, probably. Yeah, but yeah. So, but then again, like that's uh, it's not it's not like the big big bucks. Yes, but it's for still sure. Like a, it's it's a, it's a good salary. It's the equivalent of making like twenty, if you were if you consider yourself working forty. 40 hours a week, it's like a salary of $23 an hour, probably. No, I think it's that. more. More? Yeah, because I was paid, uh, like, during my last internship, I was paid approximately twenty three seventy five, And the whole salary was, I believe, $48,000 annually. So yours is probably around 27 okay. to 28 Yeah, yeah, so about that. Yeah. But then again, like, as a resident, you don't work 40 hours. You work, like, 60, 80 hours. Okay, oh, uh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... If you consider myself working 40 hours a week, then yeah, yeah it comes out to about like 26, 27, yeah. probably. But uh, it, it's, a, it's a good salary mm -hmm. if you're working 40 hours, but if you're working 60 to 80 hours, it's not, not the best. Yeah. But yeah, so um, when I graduated med school, I had some debts. Uh, I had about probably roughly 50, 40, 40,000 of debt. Mm -hmm. Uh, because of tuitions and uh, living expenses and just me being stupid and billing money. <laughs> <laughs> Typical student stuff. <laughs> yeah, so I was uh, 40K deep and during my first, so my residency was two years. I made about uh, 40, I mean, yeah. So I, I, I tried to pay back as much as I could uh, of my debt during those years. Then again, it was hard for me to... Uh, to to plan what's next because um like for two years you have this kind of salary but then after that you have no idea what how much you're gonna make yes like yeah it's more for sure but then you don't know if your life plan changed if you uh if you did anything else like that 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 involves your financial plan being derailed and stuff like that mm -hmm. i mean for me um i tried to pay back as much debt as i could but once i graduated from residency which is after two years of med school which was three years ago, I decided to buy a house, right? And that was a big purchase. So it kind of derailed a bit like the uh, the normal path of what you have to do. And that was unexpected. That was like half unexpected. Okay. It was kind of like we had to move. So I had to buy a house mm -hmm. type of thing. Uh, so we did that. But yeah, so I did not, I would try to pay back my debt. So the plan was, to pay back my debt and then make more money and pay back more debt and then save. Right? Okay, makes sense. So you didn't want to start saving or like investing. I mean, no, you didn't want to start saving or investing uh, until you're debt free, basically. Yeah, so yeah. that was my initial plan. So my okay. plan was... I feel like that's a pretty standard plan. Like every book I've read about uh, investing or anything like this, this is the yeah. first step. Yeah. <laughs> Remove all that possible. <laughs> no, for sure. I yeah. mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, good strategy and it's good way of thinking so like it's like why invest when you had debt mm -hmm. exactly. um 
Because the debt is getting bigger and bigger. Because it's like what compounded uh, daily, I think. Uh, I mean, it, my my debt was on a lot credit uh, line of credit. Okay. So the interest was not that bad. Mm -hmm. Interest was about uh, like prime. So whichever the interest rate of the market is, that's what I would pay. So it's not like a credit card debt. It's not like twenty percent every month. Mm -hmm. It was something like it's two point. It was three percent divided for the whole year. Okay. Wow. So that's not three bad. divided by twelve would be like less than one mm -hmm. so every month i would just pay like that that amount of interest okay okay so that's not good. that much it's yeah. not that much it's not that much but then yeah. again it, it was like for me it was more psychological the fact that i have to pay back all my debt before moving on mm -hmm. to doing more stuff yeah yeah because i feel like not only for you but for anybody that's starting like their finance journey i feel right. like debt is a very like it's like holding you back from actually reaching the financial freedom that you want or like the financial yeah. goals that you want yeah because but, it's always like oh yes you're making 50k and yes you're yeah. investing like i don't know 10k but hey you have 15k in the in, in the red <laughs> so the red was always there if you don't take care of it right that's 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 how i personally see it i don't know if yeah. people are investing while having debts i feel like debt is like a, a demon or the devil because yeah. banks yeah. banks don't don't care about your situation they don't care about your emotions they're like if you owe the money that you owe the money you, you got to pay it otherwise yo <laughs> they're gonna charge you more and more mm -hmm. yeah but i mean for me it, it was just uh i think paying back my debt very quickly was not the best idea mm -hmm. okay because uh, I had a lot of debt when I was done residency because I used, I spent more than I than I saved, but then I tried to when I actually started work with the big paycheck, pay back a lot of my debt. But the thing is, um, when I, I I think that this is all very just like very unrelatable to other people. But for me, it was more like the debt that I had was on a line of credit. I think you guys engineers, you also have like access to a line of credit. Yes. Yes. Which the percentage of it's maybe a bit higher, something like four or five percent mm -hmm. of interest rate. Then again, like when the market is gaining 10, 20 percent a year, which was which would happen in 2020. I mean, what's the point of paying back your debt when you can get I more get money? It, but at the same time, we were super lucky that the market has been extremely, extremely, extremely powerful in the last two years. Yeah, that's true extremely like anybody that started like a no i don't know like a oh stock picking course and just <laughs> gave random stocks I, I guarantee you like he would probably be right and he would feel like oh i'm the best stock picker ever exactly. warren buffett who like <laughs> yeah the market has been extremely extremely like growing up and that's very rare so like if people are listening to this like i don't mean two years or or they want to take this into a long-term thing i don't i will not uh, I will not suggest that they would take this as reference because the market has been very, what is it? Bullish? Bullish, yes. Very bullish in the last two yeah. years, especially with COVID. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing for us. Like, we're lucky. I mean, we're, we're heading back to another... Uh, yeah. It's going down again. 2022, of, starting well. As of uh, end of January 2022. Yeah. So, yeah. It's not, but yeah, I mean that's that, that's kind of my personal journey i uh right now i'm fairly okay i have a lot of savings i was able to 
thankfully maximize as much as I could all my savings accounts and uh, moving forward. That's it. No, that's good. That's... And this is uh, five years out. Five years out. I mean, my TFSA is not maximized yet. My what RSP is okay. not there yet. <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Slowly, slowly, no, slowly. slowly. For sure, for sure. Yeah. I know my limit for TFSA is like around 70k. Yeah, something crazy. That's crazy, bro. Like, oh shit. And like, I just started investing into it like yeah. Yeah. less than a year ago. Because it's based on your age. Yeah, it's based on your age. It's uh, the day you reach 18, uh, you start calculating. But I'm thankful because I think the year after I was 18, mm-hmm. I think the year I got it, I was 18, it was 15K. They gave a contribution limit of 15K. Oh, uh, yeah. And the year after, they, they were like, oh, no, no, that's too much. So they dropped <laughs> it back to 5,000. And I was yeah. around between 5 to 6.5K. Yeah. But yeah, I was able to like take advantage of the 15K, which is cool. Yeah. Uh, for me, um, so what's your, I mean, like I talked about myself, yeah. it wasn't that clear. Like I, I, I kind of, I didn't want to go too much in detail because I think my pad is not very uh, typical mm-hmm. to most people. So, I mean, I want to hear about your plan because you're just graduated. Yeah. You're starting work. Yes. You just started work also. Yes. And uh, I mean, I think your pad might be more um, generalizable because you have an employer. Yes. Uh, you have benefits with uh, your employer. Yes. I mean, uh, it's pretty the basic stuff, I guess. Yeah, I think because I think like uh, from what I understand, like most people graduate, like they don't jump in and become like entrepreneur, right? Yeah. <laughs> it's very rare. <laughs> I, yeah. Like I know a guy that did this, but like it's extremely rare. Yeah, most uh, people finish, graduate, and ha- like get hired by an employer. Yep. Yeah, an employer. And this is pretty benefits. much what happened. Uh, I was thankful enough to actually have like the job. I signed the contract before even graduating. So I had an internship during summer. And then I guess I did well during summer. And they were like, oh, we want to hire you. And then I was like, sure, I'll take it. <laughs> and then I got hired uh, and started because uh, I wanted a break after school. So I started a bit like they said, oh, can you start like after Christmas break? I was like, can I take like two more weeks? And they were like, sure. So started like uh, a bit later. And uh, yeah, so like you said, exactly. So uh, there's a base salary, uh, there is a raise, and there is bonuses depending on your performance. And uh, thankfully, I I was working most of the time. I used to work either I'd have a good paying internship or I used to work uh, like a, a little restaurant job or anything like this. So just to be able to pay uh, tuition, pay personal expenses or anything like this. So I don't thankful really have debts but also like you said our situation completely different i live with my parents uh like they pay for food i don't pay rent anything like this uh but yeah like that's all i'm getting now i'm i'm not gonna disclose it i'm just shy <laughs> that's all i'm getting now is uh, pretty much uh i saw you like i was like oh damn okay okay we're in, we're in the big league leagues now <laughs> it's not like six figures or anything like this but I'm very thankful and very grateful about it. I know, like, if I chose any other path, it would have been probably different. Uh, but yeah, my bi- my biggest plan is buying a house, as as you know, like either a condo or house. A house would be ideal, but the prices will not facilitate that, unfortunately. Oh no, that's the market is crazy. The market is crazy. Keep that for another another podcast. <laughs> but yeah, like. 
I'm very, I'm someone that's, how do I say this? I would say practically frugal. I don't know. It's basically, I do spend, but I also invest a lot. And I will buy some stuff that are like cheaper just because they're cheaper. <laughs> but now like I'm, I'm getting better. Like I, I stopped buying like stupid shit. Uh -huh. So like I buy the most important stuff, but like, let's say if we go out to a restaurant, I will not take a drink or I will not take like the biggest, most expensive thing. I will take just something good enough. You know, uh, if we go recently, I've been buying not the name brand cereal, just the store brand, like no name from Canada, if you know that. <laughs> and yes, it is a couple cents saving, but in the long run, it is a lot for me. <laughs> and uh, I've been investing a lot, crypto, uh, index funds, everything like this, uh, trying to learn as much as possible, uh, take advantage of the benefits that they have, like uh, our risk contributions and everything like this. With the employer. With the employer, yes. Yes. And uh, I know the paycheck that I'm going to get is like the salary that I signed for. It's probably going to get what? Like 70% of it. 75 max percent of it after tax. So the net price of it. And yeah, I'm, I'm trying to make a budget. So I don't. What is it again? The name? I just said it before we started the podcast. Uh, uh, lifestyle inflation. Yes, this thing. <laughs> lifestyle inflation. This is very, very... It's tempting. It's really tempting. Yeah. But every YouTube video, every book that I've read, they, they warned me about this. Do not get lifestyle inflation. I could easily, thankfully, I could easily do it. But should I? <laughs> like, I am still having fun. Yeah. I, I am still enjoying my time. I'm... Like, I'm not overly cheap or anything like that. I'm just, like, not buying stuff just because I have a nice paycheck, basically. That's, I guess, my biggest plan. And my biggest plan is hopefully to move within two years or, like, buy a house within two years. So I can... You save a lot of money living at your parents, guys. There is no shame into it, to be honest. Like, yes, you if you don't have a the best relationship with your parents it's a different situation but you don't have to move out right away after college you save probably two three thousand dollars a month living at your parents because that's a lot that's a lot of money that's bro that's a lot of money that's a lot of guacamole man <laughs> it's <laughs> and i have absolutely zero shame living at my parents all my friends still live at their parents and yeah like there's no problem at all for me and uh, yeah, the, the goal is in two years, buy a house, save enough money, uh, max out the RSP to get take the uh, the government incentive. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's the ultimate goal. I mean, um, I think it's it's easy for uh, for us, for you also to, to plan like that because you have a lot of knowledge, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, for anyone who went to school, like any type of school, yes. um, even if you go to a business school, I mean, you don't know much about personal finance. Like, they yes. don't teach you that stuff. True. Um, in engineering, they don't teach you how to invest your money, how you should save, what kind of like uh, investment vehicles you're you 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 have, like the RSP, the CFSA. Like, I never learned that in school. Right. It's all stuff that we had to learn on our own. Yes. Absolutely. So I think. 
I think everyone should learn that to some extent. Um, there's a lot of great books yes. that I have that we both read uh, that helped us a lot. Millionaire that... Teacher, it's one of them. Yeah, so I mean, I'm not a teacher. Uh, it's a great book. It's written by uh, Andrew Hallam. Yeah, I have yeah. it right here. He's, he's um, like legit a teacher that became a millionaire just by exactly. investing long long term, starting early. And the earliest you start, the better it is. And if you're like, even if you didn't graduate, if you're listening to this and you're like graduating CJP or just finished high school, invest right away, right away, as soon as possible. And, and as much book. as you can. I'm not, I'm like still try to have fun go out with your friends, go have fun, go eat at uh, restaurants and everything like this. But make sure that if you can put like 10%, just 10%, like $100 a month into a, uh, I'm going to say VFV, which is the index uh, fund uh, S&P 500, put it in your TFSA and just let it go every month. And you will not regret it. I promise you. Because I think what a lot of people have a uh, like misconception about investing is that, I don't know, like I feel like people think that if you invest, you need like the four months, like the six monitors, you have like the graphs, <laughs> you have to study that and yep. then like decide when to buy it, when yep. to sell it. But like, it's honestly not rocket science. Yep. Especially now with the apps, it makes it so easy. Like, bro, you could legit invest $1,500 right away without any pressure, without any problem in like five minutes, even less. Yeah. And yeah, $1,500 if you have the basic plan of uh, Wolf Simple Trade. And we are not sponsored by Wolf Simple Trade, but if they want to, please do. <laughs> we'll be welcome. We absolutely love Wolf Simple Trade. Uh, personally, I love it. Uh, but yeah, Wolf Simple Trade, go create yourself an account and just invest right away. Yeah. And if you're, if you're, uh, uh, I mean, if you're scared of investing, well, simple, but I mean, like, we'll talk about well, simple, but like, you, you can learn easily all that stuff by reading books yep. and reading the internet mm -hmm. and find the right information, right? Yes, absolutely. Um, but I think the first part would be to be mentally ready to, to save. Yeah. Uh, I agree with you. Some people just like have to paycheck. The money is there. They just spend. Yep. Yes. Easy. It's easy. You have the paycheck coming in. You see this money that you probably never had before or like or you had before, but now it's like steady, right? Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, I can just buy this. And then yeah. after that, you go, oh, I still have money. Why don't I spend on this? Yep. Absolutely. The right. Next thing you know, your paycheck is gone. Yes. You are so right. One thing, one thing that I would suggest, to be honest, is uh, sometimes when you graduate, you're like, oh, you know, I want to celebrate. Let me, let me treat myself. And please, absolutely do. You're absolutely allowed. But set yourself a budget. I don't know how much you have. Set your job, I don't know, $250. Go on Amazon, buy what the hell you want. Go on uh, Aritzia, buy whatever you want. Okay? But set yourself a budget. Otherwise, you're going to be like, oh, you're always going to use this excuse for purchasing stuff. Oh, I just graduated. I deserve this. I just... No, 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 no. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, you deserve it. But there's a limit. <laughs> you did not win a Nobel Prize yet. <laughs> yeah. So watch out They're for just... this. It's it's a loophole that... It's not a loophole. It's like 
a slippery slope. A, exactly, it's a snowball, man. Yeah. Yeah. I think that uh, you need a fine balance between spending and saving. Yes. Like you shouldn't save every day, right? Mm -hmm. um, I mean, some people just straight up save a lot of money. They don't want to enjoy life. They're just miserable. They eat like ramen noodles every meal. Yep. That's not a. It's not like the best life to live. It's like not. If you make if you make money, make make a strong budget. Decide what's important for you. Some people it's like eating out. Uh, having good meals some people is like shopping some people is video games some people so you decide like what what do you want to spend on right yeah that's absolutely fine exactly yeah. budgeting is very important there's then a lot again, of like, tools as well that do that exactly but then again if you if your taste is uh, is like uh luxury cars and i mean i'm sorry <laughs> might be difficult to reach not not right away you will one day but not right away that's for sure yeah. it's, it's very difficult but yeah, I mean, listen, budgeting, I feel like, especially people our age right now, because I feel like my parents didn't have as much difficulty as us, but us, we have so many tools that we can use to budget. So many tools on your phone, on your laptop, anything, anything you can, okay? And we do not use them or like we're so inconsistent with them. Yeah. And budgeting, honestly, every book I've read, I'm going to reference a lot of book. Every book that I've read, they were like, create a budget, create a budget, create a budget. And stick to it. Sticking to your budget is key. Absolutely key, guys. Like, yes, you can say, oh, I'm going to have a $500 budget of eating out. Okay, that's fine. If you're making 5K per month, <laughs> that's like 10% of your budget. But if you're making like 2000 and you're eating out for $500, I'm sorry, that's, in my opinion, that's, excessive that's a bit excessive exactly you're spending 25 percent of your budget like let's say if you had a, a rent to pay or like a car your 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 car had a problem what's gonna happen oh you're not gonna eat or what that's the thing like having a budget is very important also uh one thing that i've realized i just graduated and i didn't have a job for a while so uh my bank account is pretty much done so like i do have still have some savings but it's not the same as it was before so Build yourself an emergency fund. That's actually important. Building yourself an emergency fund is just for, you know, the the, the rainy day. If you have a flat tire, if you have like in your house, uh, I don't know, like a plumbing problem, electrical problem, use it from your emergency fund. So you don't have to use a credit card and have debts. Have an emergency fund for a rainy day. And there's multiple like, what is it? Styles, tips, not styles strategies for emergency fund some people say oh three months cost of living some people say six years six six months i would say just just have enough to cover your like cover your behind just in case something happens and that's when you're living on your parents is less of a need I, I would still say but i would still say try to do it but when you're living alone it's a must in my opinion it's absolutely a must and this emergency fund legit go go to your rbc go to your bmo Create yourself an account and put an emergency fund and take the card and throw it away. Legit, throw it away. So you never have access to it. Fill your emergency fund to like 5K or 10K. I don't I don't know how much will be ideal for a certain individual and throw your card away. And whenever you have this emergency fund, go to the bank and tell them I lost my card. And now you can retreat your, 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 uh, your money. So it doesn't tempt you to use the money from your emergency fund. And yeah... I mean, 
that's I don't know man it's like making the good money is very very tempting to use it right away <laughs> and I think you you've seen you've seen me like a bit spending recently like I've been telling you about this and this and you're like yeah. damn I see you but then I was like damn he's actually right like you 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 just said one word you, you actually two words you said lifestyle inflation I was like oh facts <laughs> but yeah graduating is I feel graduating is a lot of mental stress gone and you're just starting your career which is very exciting at first uh but yeah it's very exciting to like get to the next level of your chapter and for me it's probably investing as much as i can and then buying a house that's that's my plan personally uh other people's plan might be something else like if you want to retire your parents that's amazing that's very 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 great if you want to travel the world and have fun absolutely go ahead yeah i mean that's a uh, different people have different plans yes and i think you just have to budget and like plan your goal i mean i think what's what's good is you should give yourself goals that are not necessarily um okay like a dollar value mm-hmm. like you shouldn't aim to be like okay i want like 100k right yeah that's like that. it's kind of like a like a shallow goal i mean like uh, it's a good goal to have don't get me wrong if you get to there like it's it's great props to you but um what's next what's next right it's kind of like just reaching a number it's it's not there's no i don't feel like it's fulfilling i think it's more like okay like i want to be able to spend to afford this type of thing like I want to be able to, uh, I don't know, uh, have a down payment for a house. Yep. Uh, be able to afford a new car. Being able to travel to this place, mm-hmm. right? Like give yourself like more tangible goals than just a number. I agree with you. Because when yeah. once you reach this, like when you see a hundred k in your bank account, I promise you, you're gonna be like, okay, and then we're gonna move on to the next goal, which is gonna be two hundred k, and then three hundred. And it's gonna just be repetitive. But like, if you give yourself like actionable goals, like okay, I want to start like I don't know investing a certain amount, or I want to start uh, like you said a down payment, or getting my my life together, like trying to chase independence and uh, living alone, being able to do my stuff alone, going to the gym and like anything like this. I feel like this gives me more purpose than a tangible uh, a number basically yeah yeah and it's it's more fun personally i find it more fun than just a number and you're always chasing the the next thing but the next thing is might be completely different than just a number yeah yeah so i mean we talked about a bit of everything yeah i think uh for anyone who just graduated i think the what i would say i mean if we had to go step by step what to do is like first of all get a job um unless you want to explore other type of uh uh, in income sources like youtube or like doing entrepreneurship as like all those internet scheme stuff like drop shipping all that stuff and (laughs) nfts then sure like you can try to get that but i don't think there's anything um 
as stable as getting like a steady paycheck every two weeks or every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that way, the only way to like the only way to get that is to get a job, right? Like an actual employment with an employer. Yep. And uh, that's that would be that would be the first step. I mean, the most sensible step would be to start working. Um, and then after that, whatever you, I, I feel like first paycheck you get, like, just go crazy on it, whatever. <laughs> just enjoy that first paycheck, do whatever you want. Like, uh, and for you, it's going to be a paycheck of three days. So enjoy that. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, then after that, I mean, you should slowly learn about, uh, how to save, um, I mean, money management in general, I think you should learn slowly about this. So you don't like find yourself in trouble in the long term. Yeah. I mean, just like no, no bit of personal finance. I know how much need need to know that you need to save, right? That's the first step. Mm -hmm. Um, If you need motivation to save, there's a lot of like different books you can read. Uh, There's like the Walty Barber returns. Uh, I I guess like uh, I never read it, but uh, like Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Yes, Rich Dad, Poor Dad is really good. I've read this one. It's a type of of book that uh, gives you the mindset to save for the future and also to, to grow your money. Um, those are great books to to just get you the mindset of be like, oh yeah, I make my money can go a long way if I save. After that, um, start saving. Yeah. But also pay your debt. Yes. As much as you can. Yeah. Um, but I I feel like you shouldn't have a balance between paying back your debt and investing. You shouldn't, in my opinion, right now after doing that, I, I don't think you should pay back all your debt before. Uh, investing unless it's like credit card debt otherwise yeah unless it's credit card debt if that's the case you have to pay back all your credit card debt but if it's just like line of credit debt or um i don't know like a mortgage like i wouldn't rush to pay the full mortgage as fast as possible yeah yeah like take your time exactly take your time because if you pay right away you're legit not gonna live almost yeah especially with the prices now damn But yeah, so that's the thing. And then yeah. after that, I would say keep keep doing what you're doing. Yep. That's Consistently. It. Consistency. Like yeah. Don't invest oh a thousand dollars. Okay. This is enough for the year. No, 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 no. Invest like on a regular basis. I don't know. If every paycheck have like an automatic automatic uh transfer for like two hundred dollars or like ten percent, twenty percent, whatever the number you want, have it like transfer to your investment account. And yeah, like if you're a new graduate, uh, like some of the tips that we talked about, don't don't rush moving out if you don't have to. I mean, obviously it's fun. If you want to go move out, out for a year and then come back, that's, I think it's, it's fun. Do it if you want to. But if you think that you need to, because this is the next stage in life is moving out, uh, that, not really. Who, who, like who decided that? So I would say don't rush, stay at home, with your parents like if you're if you don't have any any issues with your parents of course it depends on your situation uh just stay at home save money and live your life invest as much as you can so you don't have the big expenses like a mortgage uh food uh the bills and everything like this and also try to budget i know it's hard i even myself i'm not the best at it but if at least trying will probably lead to you being better at it so try to budget as much as you can, and budgeting will honestly uh, keep you in uh, what is it? What is it called again? Like keep you accountable of your spending. 
Right. Like, oh, I spent $100 on boba this, this month. Unacceptable. Like, it keeps you very accountable and, like, tells you if you have to chill or you can let yourself more loose. And that's pretty much it. I think we covered pretty much everything. What do you think, uh, yeah. Mr. Stanley? I think that's pretty much it. Yeah. Um, then well, again, like we, we don't want to force uh, anybody any yeah. way <laughs> of uh, I don't want to force anyone to save, but yeah. uh, it's just that if you think you're gonna live past fifty or sixty years old, maybe a good idea to start saving. Yep, because your retirement fund that the government gives you, trust me, it's not enough if you don't have a good saving. Yeah. If you want to live like, if you want to go and buy yourself a sports car at sixty, it's that your retirement fund will not be enough if you didn't invest. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm excited for this new season. We're calling it a new season. Let's call it a new season. Yeah, season yeah. like four. Season yes, I, I guess season four. Season yeah, uh, yeah, season four. We had one episode for season three. <laughs> season yeah. four. I'm really excited. It's gonna be about a lot of money related stuff and yeah if you enjoyed it don't forget to follow us listen till the end it's probably the end soon (laughs) and come back next week for another episode with two people that like finance and want to talk about it on the internet basically and yeah thank you so much for listening guys and we'll see you in the next one thank you guys take care bye-bye